0: Hello and welcome to Scintillating Stories. In this show, we read short stories by a variety of authors. Today we begin our countdown to Christmas with some unusual seasonal poetry. The first poem is credited with cementing some of the mythos of the modern incarnation of Santa Claus. But if you were expecting cherry noses and jolly elves, you might need to think again. The Children's Friend By Arthur J. Stansbury Old Santa Claus with much delight His reindeer drives this frosty night O'er chimney tops and tracks of snow To bring his yearly gifts to you The steady friend of virtuous youth The friend of duty and of truth Each Christmas Eve he joys to come Where love and peace have made their home "'Through many houses he has been, "'and various beds and stockings seen, "'some white as snow and neatly mended, "'others that seemed for pigs intended. "'Where'er I found good girls or boys "'that hated quarrels, strife, and noise, "'I left an apple or a tart, "'a wooden gun or painted cart. "'To some I gave a pretty doll, "'to some a peg-top or a ball.' no crackers cannons squibs or rockets to blow their eyes up or their pockets no drums to stun their mother's ear nor swords to make their sisters fear but pretty books to store their mind with knowledge of each various kind But where I found the children naughty, in manners rude, in tempers haughty, thankless to parents, liars and swearers, boxers or cheats or base tale-bearers, I left a long black birchen rod, such as the dread command of God directs a parent's hand to use, when virtue's path his sons refuse." The second poem is from my favourite accidentally comic poet, in which he tries to tell a heartwarming tale and somewhat misses the point. The Christmas Goose by William McGonagall Mr Smiggs was a gentleman and he lived in London town. His wife, she was a good, kind soul and seldom known to frown. "'Twas on Christmas Eve, and Smigs and his wife lay cosy in bed. "'Well, the thought of buying a goose came into his head. "'So the next morning, just as the sun rose, "'he jumped out of bed and donned his clothes, saying, "'Peggy, my dear, you need not frown, "'for I'll buy you the best goose in all of London town.' So away to the poultry shop he goes, and bought the goose as he did propose, and for it he paid one crown, the finest, he thought, in London town. When Smiggs bought the goose, he suspected no harm, but a naughty boy stole it from under his arm. Then Smiggs, he cried, "'Stop, thief! Come back with my goose!' But the naughty boy laughed at him, and gave him much abuse." But a policeman captured the naughty boy and gave the goose to Smigs and said he was greatly bothered by a set of juvenile prigs. So the naughty boy was put in prison for stealing the goose and got ten days confinement before he got loose. So Smiggs ran home to his dear Peggy saying, hurry and get this fat goose ready that I have brought for one crown. So my darling, you need not frown. Dear Mr Smiggs, I will not frown. I'm sure it is cheap for one crown, especially at Christmas time. Oh, Mr Smiggs, it's really fine. Peggy. It is Christmas time, so let us drive dull care away For we have got a Christmas goose, so cook it well, I pray No matter how the poor are clothed, or if they starve at home We'll drink our wine and eat our goose, aye, and pick it to the bone The third poem dances between hilarity and heartfelt And depicts what a taste of home can do To Mrs. K. On Her Sending Me An English Christmas Plum Cake at Christmas by Helen Maria Williams What crowding thoughts around me wake, what marvels in a Christmas cake! Ah, say, what strange enchantment dwells enclosed within its odorous cells! Is there no small magician bound, encrusted in its snowy round? For magic surely lurks in this, a cake that tells of vanished bliss, a cake that conjures up to view the early scenes when life was new, when memory knew no sorrows past and hope believed in joys at last. Mysterious cake whose folds contain life's calendar of bliss and pain, That speaks of friends for ever fled, and wakes the tears I love to shed. Oft shall I breathe her cherished name, from whose fair hand the offering came, For she recalls the artless smile of nymphs that deck my native isle, Of beauty that we love to trace Allied with tender, modest grace Of those who, while abroad they roam Retain each charm that gladdens home And whose dear friendships can impart A Christmas banquet for the heart Thank you so much for listening These poems can be read online I'll leave links in the description If you want to suggest or submit a short story or a subject that you'd like us to cover, then contact us through our Facebook page or Twitter and subscribe if you would like to hear more. This has been a Yorick Radio production.